Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Thank you. Good afternoon, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And the reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because our regular listeners know that my show, Happy Business, goes on Radio Italia Uno every Monday from 2 till 3. And then thanks to Podcast City, Ron and Karen, uh, it's podcasted every Monday evening so people can hear the show again anytime they like. And the good thing is they can hear it in any country they like. And at the moment... I just wanted to say thank you so much. In February, we were doing a, beginning of February, I did a a list of the places where I'm getting emails from and uh, messages from and the rest of it, and they added up to just over 50 countries. So I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who listens to the program regularly, to the people who have shared this program, because we have some very, very interesting guests. And today I've got a a real special person that I'd like to introduce to you soon, and you'll be impressed as I am. The thing is that it's just humbling to me because it's not about me. It's about my guests. That's what makes this show. My show has become popular simply because people studying business, people who run a business or people who want to run a business have shared it with their friends and relatives across the world, you know, and so I say thank you for everybody who has shared this program. This last week, I've had a lot of people from Nepal. Um, There's a couple of people here that uh, were on the show a couple of weeks ago, and previously the consulate of Nepal uh, in Adelaide has been on the show and is a good friend of mine, and a couple of the other people have returned from Nepal saying how friends of theirs in Nepal are listening to the show regularly. So that's what's happened. There was people in the United Kingdom that have come back to me and said, look, thank you so much, and they've shared it with other people across England. And in Papua New Guinea, there's a whole group of people, that, like a, a network group, that they listen to this regularly. And in East Timor, there's people up there who have just recently got hold of this program. So I think there was somebody in Perth, Timorese person in Perth, who was listening to this program. And when he went back to Timor recently, he told them about this program and he was listening to it. So other people up there are listening to it and finding it very interesting. So that's how this program has been shared. So, you know, when I say good morning, good afternoon, and good night, it's because people now can hear this show anytime they like by going to a podcast in their time zone, which is fantastic because a couple of weeks ago, Ron and I had eight or nine people up here uh, right across, you know, to what was it, somebody in Thailand, somebody in the Philippines, somebody in Africa. We had three or four different parts of Africa and they were all in different time zones. And one of the people, uh, the mother stayed up till early hours of the morning to speak to us because her son had to go to sleep, <laughs> you know. So it's, it's interesting now with the podcast, they can just hear it whenever they want to. So now my special guest today is a very, very interesting lady, Tracy Tito. And Tracy has a very backgrounded career. And welcome to the program, Tracy. Thank you, Pete. Thank you for coming in. I really appreciate you coming in because you are doing – something that is the number one sport in the world. 
It is. And I was surprised in a way. I thought, oh, when I first heard that, I thought, oh, yeah. I mean, this is quite a few years ago. I thought, and angling, as they call it, or fishing is the number one sport in the world. There's more fishing people go fishing than any other sport in the world. You know, and coming from Europe or South America and places like that, I thought it would have been soccer or, you know, some other ball sports, you know, but no, it's fishing. And it's it's growing really quickly with women in fishing as well. Like mm-hmm. I see more and more women now every year pick yeah. up a rod and off they go. Well, this is what this show is really all about, introducing new things and, and people who are doing new and innovative things. Now, Tracy, you are so uh, interesting in many, many ways, but you are doing something really innovative and very – you've got onto the bandwagon of fishing and you're doing fishing for girls. Yeah, so that's actually expanded now. So I do mixed trips yeah, as well. as well. But, but yeah, fishing trips with Skip – came out of a uh, a need I probably need to step back a little bit to yeah, give yeah. you a bit of an idea on that but I'm the skipper of a female fishing crew here in South Australia and mm-hmm. we're called Team Just a Girl. Now, Team Just a Girl. Yeah. And this is something you've discovered or invented yourself. Well, well and- te- Team Just a Girl came out of a uh, needing to share boat expenses, <laughs> <laughs> fuel more than anything. And, yeah, we became very competitive very fast, so we hold all sorts of titles around South Australia. Mm-hmm. But we got picked up and ended up with a TV show. So that was the start of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lady, young lady from the UK. She was here doing a documentary on us. Mm-hmm. And then COVID struck, so Katie's gone back to the UK given me all the footage and gone, I don't know what you're going to do with it. So the documentary in my mind was now going to be a YouTube thing mm-hmm. <laughs> or social media yeah. or something because I had no idea what to do with it. Yeah. So um, I Googled how to edit and produce and uh, six months later we had a TV show. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> well, so, if that's not creative creativity, what is? You know? Yeah, so that's gone really well. We're just filming Series 4 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a quite a big following, not only in South Australia, but also Victoria and Queensland as mm-hmm. well. And uh, from there, every week I'd get one to five ladies message me or ring me and say, hey, can I be part of Team Just a Girl? Mm-hmm. Team Just a Girl is a serious fishing tournament crew, so yeah. you can't just jump in and out of it. Right. So I'm like, I've got two options here. I can tell them, sorry, I can't help, or I can create something for them. Mm-hmm. So Fishing Trips with Skip yeah. was created from that whole scenario. So your business, which is, well, one of your businesses, which is Fishing Trips with Skip, is is you taking people out, not just females, male and females, couples, individuals, and they can come fishing with you and you sort of guarantee that they're going to catch a fish. There's, or, there's you know. never a guarantee. <laughs> we have a really good strike yeah. rate, but yeah. no, there's no. never a guarantee. I know, That's it, I know what it's like fishing. <laughs> yeah, so the old saying is... I tried to hook you in. Yeah, no, look, we, we that have... That was a, a fishing joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hook you in. Okay. Yeah, so no, we do have a really good strike rate. Right? So it started off as just ladies only, right? right? So I actually hire a boat and a skipper. My yep. boat is not a surveyed boat for charter, so right. we can't use my boat. And if we do use my, my boat, I just get stuck 
stuck in the skipper's seat anyway. So this way, I'm their host for the day. Mm -hmm. So if we're doing a day trip here in South Australia, I pick them up at uh, half past three in the morning, get them down the Cape, because we fish offshore. We do serious, like tuna and sharks and, you know, not stuff out here chasing King George Whiting and squid. Not off the jetty. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah, so we get down there and um, I feed them up once on the way out, give them some brekkie and feed them all day long and they catch fish and, like, usually big tuna. So mm-hmm. um, once we've got tuna, we'll go shark fishing or bottom bouncing or something like that, you know, for nana guy or snapper. Mm-hmm. We can catch snapper down where I go, yeah. so it's not up in the golf area. And, yeah, and then I pack them all up in the car and I bring them home. They get home very tired and <laughs> full of uh, fish and, you know. Full of good stories. Yeah, and full of good stories because, you know, People think about fishing and they think about fishing as just catching a fish, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's, yeah. it's, it's empowerment. It's, it's self-empowerment. It's so many things. I mean, I, I've got a friend of mine goes fishing and he says it's a meditation for him. Oh, yeah. It's all of that as well. You know, it's just a relaxation. The people that go in rivers, they do that. And they, you know, people that goes off the beach, people go off jetties in a boat, just sit there and rock backwards and forwards. Well, when, you, when you're out there fishing, nothing yeah. else exists. You're actually in the real now, right? So mm. if you're going through some stressful situations, whether it be, you know, well, it doesn't matter what it is really, because yes. it gives you a day off. Mm. Fishing gives you the day off mentally. Yes. Because you're just involved in what you are doing now. And I find a lot of the ladies that come to me, they're sort of between the ages of probably 45 and 65, Mm -hmm. and they're at a time in their life where they don't kind of really know where they're at. You know, the kids have left home. They're not doing school reading anymore. Quite often the marriage is broken down, and they have no real sense of self-worth. So Mm. you get them on a boat. They pull in a 20-kilo tuna. That whole thing changes. You see them straighten up. You know, they pull their shoulders back. and Look what I've done. (laughs) Yeah. My motto is from the beach to the boat to the boardroom. Yeah. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tracy, I'm interested to find out what led you to this, you know. I mean, you've created some. We'll come back and talk about it a bit more and some of the competitions you're in and, and that sort of stuff. But, you know, this is not who you are or who you were. This is what you're doing now. Correct. So, you know, um, I'm, I'm sure people say, well, wow, she's doing this. How fantastic. What did you do beforehand or what did you do? What did you want to be? When you were a child, that's probably a better question. Did you have any idea what you wanted to do? No, not really. Look, I'm I'm uh, was born in New Zealand. I'm a New Zealand farmer's daughter. Oh, that's it. I can <laughs> tell that accent. <laughs> it's come out now. Now yeah. I've told you. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> yeah. So we've been over here since 1986. Hubby and I came over here, and yeah, sort of hit the corporate world yeah. pretty much. I was probably one of the first female insurance brokers or mm-hmm. financial sure, planners. Yes. Yeah, back in. 89, I Here reckon. in Australia here in or Austra- New Zealand? No, here in Australia. So when you, were, when you were young, for example, you know, 15, teenager or whatever, mm-hmm. did you have any idea what you wanted to be? No. Look, I was just stuck in that yeah. rut of being a teen. You know, like yep. theoretically what should have happened was I should have ended up married with five kids and, you know, done as I was told around the house. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, that's, that's what I'm trying to say because some people – at certain age, some people are quite young and they sort of like science or like something and they say, this is what I'm going to do. And they just fall into it, you know, and they do it. Some people want to sing and they just got this talent from a very early age or instruments or whatever. Others don't know what they want to do and then they do three or four different things. And this is what I'm trying to explain to people. Today, 
It's not like you work for 25 years for the same company. You get a gold watch and say, thank you very much. What gold watch? They, yeah, well, they, they don't, don't exist even do anymore. That anymore. You That's don't right. need a gold watch. You need that, one that, of those, you yeah. know. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that doesn't exist anymore. No. But even last night when I was talking to somebody, they said – in the back of the mind, that's what the people want. They want security. They want to just be with the same company, go to work, come home, go to work, come home, and nothing changes. And then they wonder why. We had a guy in here last week talking about people stealing his dream. You know, he had a oh, dream. Oh, he let them, did he? He let them. Unfortunately, <laughs> he did. But he was very honest about it. You know, he was yep. honest and open about it, how uh, he expected to be a pop star and, you know, he had a contract that he had. He backed up, they opened for a, a major heavy metal band, you know, but the rest of the band was so scared that, you know, didn't want to go any further. Now, that's happened to a lot of people, you know. So by having people such as yourself on that has done this, 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 this and this and now come up with a brilliant idea, people start thinking, wow, maybe I could do that. Yeah, see, look, I've always been, uh, uh, I've always fished. Yeah. So I was brought up with my dad mm-hmm. and three brothers. So I'm the only sort of girl. Yeah. I, I'm the only granddaughter as well. So like right. I'm the only girl in that generation. I'm the second to oldest as well. So yeah. I grew up fishing. Um, I can't remember a time when I didn't fish. In fact, all mm-hmm. of my childhood memories and stuff I do remember is fishing. Yes. You know, it's just something I've always done. And because it's always been there, it's not something you really give much thought to, mm-hmm. you know. So as I grew up, I um, ended up, I was a New Zealand trained gym aerobic instructor when I came over to, mm-hmm. to Australia and worked at the old Allenby Garden Squash and Fitness Centre for a number of years. Okay, That closed down and one of my friends said, oh, I'm come and be an insurance agent. I'm like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. You like it. It's like, nah. I used to do that. Did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I did that and uh, I worked, I ended up um, with my own practice as a financial planner for nearly 30 years. Wow. I went through the GFC and at mm-hmm. that time we had a lot of geared investment portfolios. Yes. And people were losing money hand over fist. But I'd seen this before. So mm-hmm. it was only like, no, no, it's okay. It will come good. Yeah. We've seen this before. It goes in cycles. I've watched it for 30 years, but it didn't come good. Yeah. So not only did it break my clients, it broke me as well. Yes. You know, I wasn't getting any sleep. You're up all night watching the American market. So you could yeah. work out what was going to happen in Australia the next day. And, yes. you know, after three or four years of that grind, I ended up pretty crook and mm-hmm. uh, was diagnosed with cancer. Wow. There's no cancer in my family, so, you know, the doctor said it's, it's definitely stress-related. Stress-related, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. All right. Listen, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back and talk about your cancer, how that sort of occurred, but also we'll, we'll talk more about this, the female fishing and that whole thing. Fantastic. Right. Thank you. Let's take a break. Gallipo Foods. Dal 1983 l'IDA australiano nella vendita di distribuzione di una vasta gamma di generi alimentari, tra i quali il prosciutto Spears, dal gusto unico e delicato al palato. Innovazione, professionalità e forte rapporto con dipendenti, clienti e fornitori fanno di Galipo Foods uno dei distributori più grandi, rispettati e premiati in tutta Australia. Galipo Foods, stima, fiducia e qualità. Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home, and just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like mighty South Aussies when shopping with us. 
which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals and great food lives here. Are you an environmentally conscious person? Pick Me on Plastic Free is an initiative developed by local food business Base Brothers. Purchase any pre-packaged Mandarin product and know it's 100% cardboard, fully compostable and easily recycled in a green or yellow bin. And the fruit is 100% SA grown and hand-packed at Paraka. A portion of profit will go toward the growing and planting of native trees as part of the Trees for Life program, a not-for-profit based in SA. Consumers now have the choice between the environment and the product they want. You can purchase your mandarins at any local independent fruit and veg store. For more details, go to the website pickme.life. Base Brothers, doing their bit for the environment. Hi, I'm Jamie Limura. And I'm Lee Harrison. Join us every second Sunday night from 7pm on Negative Camber, the official motorsport show of Scuderia Ferrari Club Adelaide. Whether it's karting, supercars, MotoGP, Formula One, we talk all the latest news and results in the motorsport world. Negative Camber, every second Sunday from 7pm on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Radio Italia 1 Sito internet www.italia1.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening and, you know, thank you for being with us here on Radio Italia Uno, listening to Happy Business Radio with all my special guests. And, of course, thank you for listening to it on podcast and sharing it. You know, even if you're in Adelaide, you can tell your friends about it. Every Monday from 2 to 3, we're on Radio Italia Uno. We talk about anything to do with business, anything to do with careers and how to be happy in business and how to be happy in life and how um, certain things happen to people that make them change their whole life, you know. And don't be surprised if tomorrow something happens and you think, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? But with these ideas that are shared, all of a sudden you could be doing something totally different and surprised of the results, you know. And my special guest today is Tracy, Tracy Tito. And Tracy was an insurance consultant and financial planner, did that for about 30 years, And then after she discovered that she had cancer and all of a sudden that took a big, big turn. Now, Tracy, tell us a little bit about that. How, you know, like being such a successful, I'll say female, you know, in the business because it, it was predominantly a male industry. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. So you really are quite a, a leader in a sense, you know. Uh, follow follow a track that's not the, yeah. the known track, you know, <laughs> making your own track. Yeah, I sort of have always tended to to kind of do that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
what happened when you found out you had cancer? Yeah, well, look, when I was diagnosed, like I'm a fairly independent female and um, I tend to do, like if I need a doctor's appointment or whatever, I do it on my own. And I'd been crook for about a year and a half. And you know, every time I went to the doctor, it was like, oh, well, you could lose some weight, like this fluid retention yeah. is, you know. And I knew there was something wrong. Deep down, I actually did know that there was a problem. Yeah. So when someone finally listened to me, it was like – Hallelujah. You yes. know, like, oh my goodness, I'm going to get some help now. So I'd been up and I had a um, CT scan, mm-hmm. a CT. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like something like that. And then I had to go that same day, they called me in for results. So I got hubby to come with me because I just had that gut feeling that, okay, wrong. something is wrong and I need Kev there. And because mm-hmm. normally I do all that stuff myself. Yes. So he came along and um, I know when. My doctor said that it was cancer. I disappeared in the room. Like, you just vanish. Like, mm. So Kev got a lot of the information and I was still sort of trying to come back into the conversation because you do, you yeah, just I vanish know. and yep. thin air, you know. Yep. And so I shock. made – Shock. Yeah. Yeah. It was – well, yeah, it was shock. But, yeah. And denial. <laughs> probably denial. Yes, yes. More, yeah, more to it. It's four or five stages. Yeah, I, yeah, I, it is. I worked, sorry, I worked with medical students. Yep. And we had to teach the students and the doctors how to give bad news. Yep. Because they never, they, in their whole course, that was never in it. Yep. So it's interesting. Well, he was just straight out. You've yeah. got cancer and I think it's malignant. And I'm yeah. like, and, you're gone. <laughs> yeah. And, and would you like a cup of tea? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's all they would knew. How I, to say. I needed a whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and it was like being a financial planner, I also sold a lot of insurance over the years. So a mm-hmm. lot of income protection and trauma insurance. Yes. So I was fully aware of what had happened to my clients. So mm-hmm. often they would do some surgery, then they'd have chemo, then they would have radiotherapy, and they lived five years longer, but they were mm. miserable. Yes. And like I, I was, at that point, I was done. I mm. didn't care. I was, I was ready to go. So I said to Kev, you know, like, I'm done. They're just like, just let me go. I'm just going. There's lots of life insurance. You'll be way better off without me. The kids are growing up. You know, they've now left school. And, and he's like, nah, nah. No, no deal. It's like, well, I'm not having chemo and I'm not having radiotherapy. I'm not doing that shit. If I've only got five years, then yeah. I want them to be a good five years, you mm-hmm. know, and then I can go real fast at the end of it. Yeah. So it was decided that they'd remove my kidney, right, a part of my stomach, and uh, from there we'd see what happens. And I'm still here. Good on you. I've got, I've got things to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so because of that, you obviously left the insurance industry. Yep. And then how long ago after that you started this fishing? Trip? Yeah, so when I was when this all happened, I said to Kev, you know, I said to him, I'm, I'm not living. I'm alive, but I'm not living. I just hate doing what I'm doing. Every time the phone rings, I panic because I know it's going to be someone upset. And I, mm-hmm. I, I was just in a spot that I didn't want to be in. Mm-hmm. And I decided that that point in time, I'm not chasing money anymore. Like this business is not worth the money that it's being paid. Mm-hmm. And Kev's like, well, what do you want to do? I said, oh, I, want, I want to go fishing. <laughs> and he went, well, go fishing then, you know. Yeah. So that's how the whole thing started. So I fished all over Australia and I fished all the women's comps and I'd just go mm-hmm. up there, get on a boat and, you know, had a great time. Mm-hmm. And then I started to run out of money. Uh-huh. Because I'd never had to budget before, <laughs> right? So it didn't Money take, just kept coming in. Yeah, Commissions kept coming yeah, in. Yeah, it just didn't take me long for it all to run out. And then it was like – okay, if I'm going to keep fishing, I need to find some other people to jump on the boat and help me with the fuel bill because, mm-hmm. like, I've got yeah. a fairly big boat, so fuel is, like, yeah. through the roof. Yeah. And that's how Team Just a Girl started. Excellent. 
So it was like, you know, what do they say? Uh, necessity is the well, mother yeah. of invention. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I'd met one of the ladies who was my first crew. I, I fished a comp in uh, Cairns called the Ribbons, which is a ladies' comp, and I met an Adelaide crew up there. Yeah. So Leah, who was sort of the leader of that group, she ended up being on my first crew. So she fished with me for a couple of years. She's, she's awesome. So for the benefit of the people that don't know about this sort of stuff, I mean, I'm sure there are people, that, lots of people that know, but because we're going through to over 50 countries, they probably don't know about competitions. They don't know about fishing because not everybody lives near the ocean, you know. That's true. And a lot of people live in mountains and villages and, you know, all over the place and, and people in India, you know, a, a yep. long way away from the ocean and, and Switzerland, the Swiss people, for example, that they, they've got lakes, that's all, yep. and a couple of rivers. Yeah. But, or lots of rivers, but, you know, they, they don't have an ocean. They don't have what we have. They're landlocked. Yeah, so uh, we, we fish. We, we belong to the Game Fishing Club of South Australia, right. so we game fish. So what that means is that we don't chase uh, Tommies and squid and stuff like that. We mm-hmm. are actually offshore. So, so it's like deep, what they call deep. Deep sea. Deep yep. sea uh, fishing. Yep, and we chase tuna and sharks and all that big stuff that mm-hmm. you know that you can put a tag in and release. So yeah. we tag and release often. Okay, okay. So that, tell us a little bit about these competitions that they have, like female-only competitions. Oh, no, we're the only female crew in Australia. We're the only full female crew. So we've got good ladies who fish, yeah. but they usually have a male skipper and the, the guys yeah. do all the stuff. Oh, we're okay. totally female-only. Okay, so your, your particular uh, female group, when you go to these competitions, you said female competitions. So there's females that go out with a skipper and do fishing t- tours or fishing. Yeah, no, there's no female competitions in South Australia. Oh, okay, that we've we we fish an open section with the blokes. Right. Okay. So you've got a, a female team that fish against the males. Yes. And you win lots of the times. We do quite often. Yeah. So, and we fishing for the game club too it creates points throughout the year. So it's the, right. the boat at the end of the year that's got the highest points and the four criteria. It is quite a complicated yep. thing. But, yeah, we just go and we tag and release. So that's right. what we do best. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, see, this is new information to a lot of people. I mean, I've sort of heard that there was something like this available. So I was lucky to talk to you and say, hey, come on the show. Yeah. But other people have no idea. I've been on a couple of tours where I've hired a boat myself and gone out. I've been also on on one of my friends that's got a boat out here and we go out, you know, with him or I used to go out quite regularly. I haven't been out for a while. But then I've been over to York Peninsula and hired a boat there, you know, and, yep. and gone out for the day, took my wife with me, and we had a fantastic time. Yeah, fishing is know. just fishing is just so good. You know, people think that fishing is about catching a fish, but it's not. It's self-empowerment. Every mm. angler who's ever caught a fish has a photo on their phone, yeah. and the look on their face, their shoulders rise up when they show people the picture of that fish. Well, I remember being up in Kununurra in northwestern Australia yep. in the Kimberleys, and um, there's a particular uh, gorge there that that people go to. It's the the Chamberlain Gorge. And uh, there was people fishing and they got barramundi. And this guy had his hand in the gill of the barramundi and a a huge head on it. And the tail was touching the ground or just off the ground. Oh, that's a nice barramundi. It was one of the biggest barramundis I've ever seen in my life, you know. But I've caught a couple of fairly big ones up there as well. Yeah, so the metery is what you need. A barramundi, a metre long, then you're in the metre club. Oh, this was more than a metre long, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, I'm sure because he had his hand in the gill 
and holding it up over his shoulder like this, yep. and, the, and the tail was touching the, the ground, ground or just yeah, off the a, ground. That's a big, that big barra. That was one of the biggest barramundas. Uh, yep. Apparently what happens is they get stuck in some of the water holes, so yep. they stay there, and then it's not until you know maybe one or two years later when they can get out because of the, the, the floods and yep. the rains and all the rest of it. Um, so they stay in the water hole and then they just go round and round and round. And grow. <laughs> and grow, exactly. <laughs> so um, I'd like to talk to you more about this fishing that you, you're doing now. So yeah. since your uh, cancer diagnosis, you decided to say, look, okay, you know, I, I want to go fishing at, to clear your mind and all that sort of stuff. And all of a sudden while you're doing that, you come up with this fantastic idea of taking ladies only out fishing. So girls. Uh, yeah. So what, so what happened was um, we were a little bit notorious down here in South Australia <laughs> and uh, we ended up, um, we had a young girl with us from the UK who was filming a documentary. So she was going to do a documentary about Team Just a Girl just because of our uniqueness and all that yeah. sort of stuff, right? So that was in February, the year of COVID. All right. So Katie came out with us for about four days fishing. And uh, COVID hit and then she had to go home. So she's gone back. At that point in time, I was an Uber driver. Oh. So I was an Uber driver because I could work when I had to and when the weather was good, I could just go fishing because right? yep. you can't fish when it's windy, when yes. it's really windy and we get lots of wind. So, yeah, so from there with COVID, I couldn't work because I was an Uber driver. Right? So that didn't happen. So Katie's gone to the UK. I'm at home doing nothing. I've got all this footage so the documentary became kind of a YouTube channel. So oh, I had to Google how to edit, yep. and that's where we got to. We ended up with a TV show. Fantastic. Fantastic. We need to take another break, so we'll come straight back and find out more about your TV show, all right? Awesome. Thank you. When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them, 8232-3006 to book or Follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Dalia Uno and you'll receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. L'Associazione Molisani di Adelaide annuncia che in concomitanza con l'annual General Meeting 2022 ha organizzato un pranzo di primavera di tre portate più dolce e caffè. 
Il prezzo è di 20 dollari per i membri, 40 dollari per i non membri e 12 dollari per i bambini di età inferiore a 14 anni. Domenica 30 ottobre alle ore 12 con inizio alle 12.30 pm presso il South Australia Italian Association 262 Carrington Street Adelaide. Al pranzo farà seguito l'annual General Meeting con inizio alle 2.30 pm. Per prenotazioni telefonare a Franco Salzano 0411-248-137 Ciao Editore 0411-022-317 Serafino Maglieri 0412-441-946 Are you a harness racing fan? Would you like to know more about this exciting sport? Would you like to buy a pacer? Are you looking for winners? Then tune in to Radio Italia Uno every Saturday morning at 8am for In The Running Line our brand new harness racing show. We cover everything harness racing in South Australia and around Australia. Simon Jones, or Simo as he's known to his friends, will join us each and every week for his Inside Mail, previewing the Saturday Night Globe Derby Park meeting, the Ruffy of the Week and his Wonder Watch. Melanie Kittle will join us for all of the latest news and gossip, plus our interview of the week, where we highlight an outstanding drive or training feat and we reminisce with some interviews from the past. That's in the running line every Saturday morning from 8am on Radio Italia Uno 87.6. Brought to you by S.A. Botra, Aaron Bain Racing and Summit Bloodstock. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Radio Italia Uno and, of course, especially for listening to Happy Business Radio. And like I keep saying, please support the people that support us. When you hear somebody, product or service, and advertise on Radio Italia Uno, if you can use them, please do. If you can recommend it to somebody else, please do. And if you have a product or service that you want to advertise or you'd like to increase your business, Get in touch with me. Get in touch with somebody at Radio Italia Uno. We're more than happy to help you promote your product or your service. Now, the the special guest I have today is Tracy Tito, and and Tracy ha- has a very very interesting story. Her background, you know, like she says, is meek and mild, but you know, uh, she's developed something which is quite unique, and she's got this thing called fishing with Skip, and she's got uh, fishing for, uh, girls. And so, you know, she's invented this thing of girls only or ladies only going out fishing. And that's quite unique, you know. But the other thing was somebody came out from England and wanted to do a documentary on them and film because it was an interesting topic. And then uh, because of COVID, they couldn't do it, but they filmed a fair bit and they gave it to you. And then you've now gone off and sold it to or given it to a, a TV show 
into a TV show and turned it into a four-part series already. Yeah, so what happened with COVID, we've ended up with this TV show, uh, Channel 44, which is a community television station here in South Australia. Mm -hmm. They were looking for some content. And uh, the member for Mayo, Rebecca Sharkey, is a big fan of community TV. Mm -hmm. And I have taken her fishing. Oh, wow. So she's like, oh, well, why don't you give Skip from Team Just a Girl a call? And this guy, yeah. I know they've got YouTube stuff. And that's how that all started. So we're actually filming Series 4. Fantastic. So, And now that's also in Melbourne Community TV down there, yeah. uh, Wide Bay TV in Queensland. So, yeah. so it's getting around the traps. Pretty cool. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Now, you've got some pretty good sponsors and, and stuff like that. But also, you go to different states to enter the competitions. Yeah, so that's this year. Um, We've decided to spread our wings and get an Australian-wide audience. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's, again, Team Just a Girl. But being on TV created all sorts of problems for us. Problems. Problems. (laughs) So what we had was every week we'd sort of get one to four women who wanted to be part of Team Just a Girl. Right. Team Just a Girl was a tournament crew. There's a lot of effort, a lot of time, a lot of money to Mm -hmm. to fish that. You know, you've got to be pretty much just focused on Team Just a Girl. No husband, no kids. Like, you've got to be focused (laughs) on what you're doing. So I mean, you can have a husband, that, oh, but, yep, but the husband I have can't one. come along. No, no husbands, no husbands on the boat. Or, I ha- boy, or I have boyfriends. One. You know, husbands are great when they stay home and do yeah. housework, <laughs> while us girls go fishing. Yes, <laughs> instead of, of the role. other, instead of the other way around. <laughs> bit of a role reversal. Yeah. yeah. So what happened from there is I had like there's two trains of thoughts. So I could just go, um, I can't help you. Or I can create a way for them to go fishing. And, you know, some of these ladies come to me and they've, they've just recently, their marriage has broken down and or they've lost their husband through through illness Whatever, or death. Yeah. And, and they're just, they're lost. They're looking for what is comfortable for them. And, and Pop, Pop used to take them fishing or Dad mm. used to take them fishing. So, yeah. so they end up getting in touch with me. So it's like I either ignore it or I create something. So I created a thing called Fishing Trips with Skip. Yep. So I'm Skip yep. <laughs> and I host fishing trips. So yep. I go and hire a charter boat yep. and um, a skipper and away we go. I look yep. after them. I pick them up. We go fishing. We go offshore. I started off as ladies only, but right. now I'm doing some corporate trips as well. I'm mm-hmm. doing team building trips, yep. also mixed trips as well. And Excellent. they're not just one day trips anymore either. Right. We did a week in Darwin chasing Barramundi with 12 women who were complete strangers last year in August. Yeah. We're going again in July. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've got a mixed trip to New Zealand in October chasing kingfish for 12 people. That's all booked out with a waiting list and I haven't even wow. advertised it. So yeah. I need to do more of these longer trips. <laughs> that uh, just goes to prove that you're so creative and like I said, the opportunity presents itself and you grabbed it with two hands, you know, and sat on the back and... Riding it. But you know what? It's just it's so much fun. It's not work, you know. People <laughs> say to me, like, when are you going to – what's your retirement plan? It's like, what retirement plan? That's what, this is everybody's <laughs> retirement plan. I mean, everybody <laughs> wants to go fishing when they retire. Yeah. Or they want to go and play golf or, you know, yeah. some sport. Yeah, exactly. And I work and, these trips out. It's like, you know, because I'm not a spring chicken. It's not like I'm – young like 50 or anything. (laughs) So it's like, what haven't I caught and where do I want to go fishing? So I create a trip around it. Yeah. Excellent. It's like these people, like I was saying, that play golf, you know. I've got a couple of friends of mine that love playing golf and everywhere they go, 
they take sure the that there's a golf. They take yep. their golf club. They make sure that the hotel they stay at has a golf club, or right next door there's a golf club, or they belong associates to different clubs, so yep. they can go to Malaysia and and play at all the clubs that they belong associated with. You know, yep. and in England and Europe and everywhere else. So fishing is very much that same thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Like it's in their blood. <laughs> yeah. And look, with these ladies who come on these trips, like uh, you would know yourself, you're out for dinner. One of the ladies needs to go to the toilet. Yeah. I'm going to the toilet. Who wants to come? They yeah. all, off they all go. Right? Mass evacuation. Yeah. So fishing trips with Skip, I very rarely get two people who are friends or, mm-hmm. sis- or sometimes I get the odd sisters. But yeah. because not everyone – like you never find a group of 20 women who know 10 of them like to much. fish. Yeah. yeah. So I get ones from groups. So, you know, these women tend to create friendships in this group that – one to Darwin last August was the kind of an experiment, right? Yeah. So 12 women all over Australia, they are still in their chat group. They are yeah. best mates. Yeah. Like they have found women and they all say, oh, my God, where have you girls been all my life? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they just don't believe there's other women out there that are passionate well, like they are. About fishing, yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. I, I was – since I spoke to you the first time and that, I've been speaking to other people about fishing and stuff like that. And they said, oh, yeah, we go fishing regularly. And this one one guy says he takes his girlfriend fishing, yep. right? And she loved it so much. Now, they've split up over five years ago. Yep. But every few months they go fishing together. Oh, that's cool. Right? Just the two of them <laughs> go out fishing together. And it's not you know, the the relationship they had, but but they're still good mates. Because of the know, fishing. Because of the fishing. And yep. they go out fishing and sometimes other people go with them, but a lot of the time they just go out fishing, take a tent, sit on the beach yep. and fish or go out to the jetties or, you know, sometimes even hire a boat or have a boat. Well, when I uh, do the seven-day trips, it's not just all about fishing. We do four or five days fishing and yep. then we do sightseeing because I like to yep. try and put a bit of money back into that community. Yes, you of know. course. Yeah. And uh, I've just we just completed on Sunday a um, South Australian seven day trip. Right. So we did uh, three days fishing. Yep. Because of the weather blew up and got a bit narky. Yep. I took all these ladies quad bike riding on a farm down at Waipinga. Oh, oh wow. they loved it. Yeah. <laughs> it was great fun. <laughs> and then we did the wineries and all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah. McLaren Vale wines, which yes. is great down there. And beautiful you know, area. Need Beautifully. them to see. Took them around Victor Harbour. They yeah. went over and saw the new whale centre. And you know. Oh wow. So it was pretty cool. Excellent. Well, that's the sort of thing that people um, enjoy. You know, it's not, like I said, it's not the destination, it's the journey. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and that's what this is what it's all about. And the fact is that men will do that. They'll go to a fishing trip and all the rest of it. I remember when I was doing my apprenticeship years ago, you know, like five t- lifetimes ago, <laughs> yeah. um, I was working with a company and they used to do fishing trips. And they had a photographic group and they had other different groups, you know, interest groups. And I decided to go, my brother and I went one weekend right across the Gulf and we, they had a a big porn boat there. Um, Porn or prawn? Prawn. Did I? Prawn. (laughs) You said porn. Prawn. Prawn, mate. Prawn. Let's get that right. Prawn boat. It's my accent or your accent. (laughs) It's your New Zealand accent. A prawn boat. And it was... um, all the guys got on this boat, and there's about 40-odd, 40, 50 people because there was a whole busload. Yeah. And we went over there, and they all went fishing. And the first day, believe it or not, everybody caught a fish except me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was either side of people caught a fish. Somebody um, hooked it up for me, you know, and I d- threw it in, and, and they still didn't catch a fish. Oh, that's but fishing. I, yeah, <laughs> that's fishing. But, it, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. Either side of me, even yep. my brother caught some fish, yep. You know? yep. and I hadn't caught nothing all day, and I was the keenest fisherman there, you know. <laughs> 
Anyway, on the second day, I ended up saying, look, I'm not going to go fishing this morning. And they said, oh, come on, come on. So I thought, oh, let's go. And first thing in the morning, I put my line in and all of a sudden I pulled up three different fish. You know, oh, good. One, two, three, one after another. You, you didn't know? have a banana with you the first day? No, I just don't know <laughs> what it was. You Because know? that's bad luck when you're fishing is having a banana. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't believe in those... Uh, what is it? Intuition type things. Oh, no, things. that's very real in the fishing world. Don't <laughs> you it? worry about that. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. Yeah. I love bananas. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting how, um, like I said, on the second day, we were out, the same thing, you know, people either side of me and I just threw the line in and all of a sudden I caught fish. Yeah. And then I hooked it on again, threw it in again, caught another fish. And then like three in a row and the guy says, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I said, I learned from you guys yesterday. <laughs> Beginner's luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was funny. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's interesting how you say also you bring women together. Yep. You you help them um, create another side of themselves, you know. Exactly. And a friendship circle with the same oh, interests. Like yes. it's just these girls all stay together. They, um, It's just amazing how they, you know, they just – they just can't find women with the same interests yes. outside of what I do. Yeah. You know, and as I said, those trips now are, I, I do mixed trips as well. I still like to do the lady only trips yeah. because they, um, they need just a little bit of softness, you softness. know, because yeah, they want to learn how, loving, yeah. yeah, well, they want to learn how to tie that lure the, on or, yeah. or how to bait that hook. Whereas the guys sort of a, do it for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't do that. I teach them how to do it so yeah. that they become self-sufficient so they can Excellent. go down to the jetty and tie a rig and chuck a line in and catch a fish. You mm. know? So yeah, it's pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. I think that's, you know, uh, what you're doing is so um, initiative, you know, that you're, you're using and the fact that you're um, encouraging so many other people and bringing them out of their shell, but also bringing them together. Because like you said, some of these women probably wanted to do fishing and never did with their husbands or may have gone with their husbands and didn't know how to go out again. I have um, a lady called Wendy from, she's from Sydney mm-hmm. and she's 77 years of age. Wow. Now her husband passed away two years ago mm-hmm. and she came on the Darwin trip. She saw it in the Club Marine magazine. Yeah. At the end of that, she got off that plane on an old lady. She left 20 years younger and she yes. said to me, Thank you. You took me out of the waiting room. Excellent. She's just been here for the South yep. Australian trip as well. Excellent. Excellent. She, she's awesome. That's giving them all a purpose. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Look, we've got to take another break. This is going fantastic. Look, uh, we'll be back straight after these commercial breaks. Are you looking for an Italian restaurant that boasts cuisine inspired by the Amalfi Coast and the Campania region? Introducing Lombra Cantina Cucina and Pizzeria, boasting classically trained Italian chefs recreating wonderful culinary memories of your last visit back home. Italian food that takes your breath away. Squid ink pasta, allo scoglio, spaghetti vongole, napoletana pizza and Lombra can cater for all of your celebrations, christenings, birthdays, family gatherings and private functions. Enjoy the food and wine and wonderful service and leave the rest to Davide and Fabio. Lombra Cantina Cucina and Pizzeria, 15 Charles Street, Westlakes. Email to book ciao at lombra.com.au or call 8151 2345. It's an experience you'll never forget. You can always expect more at Tony and Mark's. 
Ma qui da Tony e Marx sembra di essere tornati in Italia. Infatti, qui puoi trovare la freschezza della frutta e della verdura a prezzi sempre competitivi e un personale amichevole che ricrea la tipica atmosfera e accoglienza italiana. Ma si può veramente trovare di tutto! Certo, oltre a tutti i prodotti italiani e locali, puoi anche ordinare gustosi piatti preparati per ogni occasione, con affettati, frutta fresca e formaggi da tutto il mondo. E tutti questi fiori freschi? Eh sì, qui puoi trovare ogni giorno bouquet e composizioni floreali su misura per te, ma anche per ordini aziendali o eventi speciali. You can always expect more at Tony and Marks, Newton, The Brickworks, Glenanga, Golden Grove and Burnside. Are you looking for a first class printer? Then I've found you one, General Print. They specialise in roll label printing, including wine labels, labels for punnets, fruit and veg, labels for cheese. Need some blank thermal labels? General Print. What about offset printing? General Print. This 30-year family business prides itself on professionalism, friendly service and attention to detail, and they're extraordinarily cost-effective. Call General Print on 8346-4499 or pop in and see them at 12 Birley Road, Regency Park. Oh, did I mention that they do letterheads, business cards and invoice books? General Print. Hi, I'm David Heath. Join me each Saturday afternoon from 2pm until 5pm for Saturday Sports Scoreboard. If you would like me to host the show live from your sporting event... Simply email your request to info at italiauno.com.au. Plus, we'll be announcing a special sporting competition with great prizes to be won. That's Saturday Sports Scoreboard from 2pm every Saturday afternoon on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Radio Italia Uno. You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you listening every Monday from 2 to 3 here on Radio Italia Uno. And of course, you can share and thank you for sharing all those people that have shared our podcast. Thanks to Ron and Karen from Podcast City. The podcast can be heard on wherever you get your podcast from. Just Google Happy Business Radio and it will come up, Happy Business Radio. But Happy Business Radio is what I'm promoting and what I'm helping people with, and and all my special guests uh, have all got a special message. Now, my guest today has invented something which was such a unique idea, and I'm surprised nobody's thought of it beforehand. (laughs) You're very great. Tracy Tito is the skipper. And uh, she has a thing there called Girls Only Fishing. <laughs> team Just a Girl. <laughs> team team Just a Girl. So it's for girls only, ladies only going fishing. Uh, and there's no men on board. There's no uh, – they bring the strippers in later. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jokes aside. A couple of so, big firemen would be good. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or axemen, whatever. Yeah. All right. So, Tracy, tell me, like – what you think you have done to create this, you know, especially during COVID. You know, yeah, you're talking so, about pivoting your business. You're talking about, you know, changing quickly. Yeah, so you've got to, like, we could have just kept doing what we were doing. I could have sat COVID out and waited to get my Uber license back and to be able to get back on the road again. But you have to be ready with any business to pivot, you mm-hmm. know. To me, COVID set my business up. 
You know, I got paid to stay at home right. with no expenses, no car running expenses. I was actually wealthier on mm-hmm. COVID. And it just gave me that time to just pivot, find something new. And I've done a few little pivots over the time just to bring things back in line to mm-hmm. where I want to go. But, you know, the biggest thing that, that I can help with people and businesses, you need to be in business for the right reasons. You know, if it's a hard slog, it's probably not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. If it's you're passionate about it and it's loads of fun, you know, and the business comes before the money, that's when you're doing the right thing. Yeah. If you start running a business on the money you're going to make, it's 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 yeah. going to wear you down. You're going to end up sick. If you know? it's just for the money, it never works as well. No, no. Yeah. Just got to find your passion. And, you know, things open up for you. Doors open. Money comes to you when you least expect it because you're doing what you love and that's not where the importance you, you know, is. Yeah, it's funny because people talk about being in the zone. When you're a sportsman, you know, you're in the zone, you're in the in in, in the groove or whatever. I'm in and all now, of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is right. And, and it's all to do with a mental attitude. It's all to do with, you know, getting the right mental attitude. And, and then, of course, the law of attraction it's works, huge. works for people. And people say, oh, look, I'm always having trouble. I'm always doing this. I'm always... Well, that's a law of attraction as yeah, well. You're, not supposed you're to attracting be there. a lot of yep. crap coming into your life. Yep. You're you're attracting a lot of problems. Yep. Where some people, everything they touch turns to gold. Because of where they're supposed you know? to be. Yeah, you know? they're on, the, on that track, in the zone. They've yep. got the right mental attitude and the rest yep. of it. Uh, just this morning. I've been speaking about universal energies and stuff yep. like that, but just this morning I actually had to speak to a couple of people about that very topic of how, you know, you can be physically and mentally fit so that you don't get sick. And, yep. you you know, and if you do get sick, it's like comes a cold, bang, and you go, it's gone. Instead of having a cold for three weeks or something, you know, you have it for three minutes and it's gone. Yeah, and, and people know. bring a lot of that, woe is me. Well, that's what you're yeah. going to get. Uh, you're going to get woe. And it's never my fault. <laughs> <laughs> True. You know, I attended a BNI meeting this morning and I was surprised by how many of them came in the door. How are you? Oh, I didn't sleep very well last night. It was so hot. Mm. Oh, I didn't have, I had a bad sleep. I tossed and turned all, all night and I've gone, well, I'm really grateful because I woke up this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so true. Look, you know? when you've got a, when you've had a shock like you have, like with the cancer and, and that, it's a real, real reality check. You know, they talk about a reality check. You know, I, I've, I've had situations in my life which has made me wake up to myself and think, my God, you know, and then I've had people where I do coaching with them. So, well, what would you do if this happened to you? And they go, oh, what? You know, yeah, I said, what yeah. if what if this happened to you? What would you do? And and it's so far away from their truth, yeah. you know, and yeah. then when they think about it, think, oh, well, I would change everything. So if you were to start your business today, oh, I'd never start it. Okay, so what do you hate right. about it? Yeah, exactly. What do you hate about it? But if you were to start today, what would you do different? Yeah. Oh, I'd do this, this, this. Why aren't you doing it now? And you know the other funny thing is, mm. is that we we do something and it's successful, mm. and then we change it and do something that doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> a franchise is a typical example. Yeah, people have got a franchise and they franchise their business, get it going really, really well, and somebody comes in and says, "Oh, I can do this better. I'm going to add this to it or that to it, whatever." And the franchisee says, "No, no, this is how we do it." Yeah. and it's taken us twenty years to get to this point. What's well, the same with the team, just a girl crew, the com- competitive yeah. crew? You know, I get a new crew person on board, and they try and. Re- invent the wheel. It's like, we're not doing that because it doesn't work. I've learned that. Like, mm. let's, let's just not sidetrack. This is this is the best way, you yeah. know, because I've already learned 
reinvent that. They're new, and it's like, no, no, don't reinvent the wheel. This works. <laughs> it's spinning. Let it spin. Yeah. Yeah. All you do, you have to grease it or oil it, but it spins faster. Exactly. But you can't reinvent the wheel. Yeah. So it's interesting. So, look, Tracy, I've just got to say thank you so much for coming in. This has been quite, let's say, a wide eye-opener for, I'm sure, a lot of people that have never heard about Just a Girl fishing or ladies fishing. You can check uh, us out on all our socials. Yes. So it's Just a Girl is one word. Yes. So one word, otherwise you'll get those prawn sites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a Girl fishing. <laughs> one word. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is interesting because, you know, I know people who love fishing and I know people who travel all over the place to go fishing in certain areas or deep sea fishing and the rest of it. So to to be able to do that here in Adelaide, if you're coming to Adelaide, you know, look up fishing with uh, Skip and uh, she'll be able to help you or just a girl, all in one word. (laughs) The other thing on that too is if you live overseas or somewhere else in Australia and you know the fishing's good, get in touch with me. We could come up there and do a fishing trips with Skip. Exactly, exactly. So thank you so much. Thanks for coming. And to everybody listening to this, thank you. And if you want any more information, please get in touch with me and I'm more than happy to to pass on uh, the information for Tracy and her skipping, her fishing with Skip or Just a Girl. Fantastic. Team Just a Girl. Thanks for having me, Peter. It's been an awesome afternoon. Oh, it's, it's gone been so fan- fast. It has too. <laughs> and thanks to Ron from Podcast City. And, of course, thank you to everybody that listens to Radio Italia Uno. And until next time, ciao, arrivederci. Goodbye. Thank you, everybody. Bye. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.